in and feel the G's. It is Simpsons time. And the one I'm talking about today is about football. Uh, It is not the first Simpsons time that I have done about football, actually. There was an episode called Sunday Cruddy Sunday, which was about the Super Bowl. Uh, This one came one season before that, and it is called Bart Star. Uh, there was a real football player named Bart Star who played for Green Bay, I think. Right? Please, somebody correct me if that is not true, because I'm no sports fan, <laughs> and I especially wasn't a sports fan um, before I was born, which is what many of these references are from. Um, this was written by Donick Carey, directed by Dominic Polcino. So Donick and Dominic. Woo! A team that was hopefully not confusing. Uh, and it is from season nine, which um, I keep saying is mid-period Simpsons and uh, a strong season, an underrated season. Um, All that said, this episode is quite a tepid outing. Uh, It is nobody's favorite in the season. Um, And it's a shame, you know, because the uh, concept of Bart playing peewee football is very ripe for exploitation Uh, I would say pretty definitively that the funniest gag in the whole show is um, the flashback to Homer doing floor exercises uh, and falling on his face but you know the idea that Homer was ever a gymnast very funny (laughs) Um, and that entire like 45 seconds is very jam-packed with, you know, 70s jokes. Lenny in an afro wear and a bull shirt, t-shirt, uh, for example. And all the, all that other stuff. That is very funny. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there are jokes that just kind of go on too long. And, um, that's a, I wouldn't call it a bad show, but there's just, there, there's something lacking. I feel like it's not packed enough with jokes. So there I go, quibbling about The Simpsons. Did you ever think that you would see the day? There are plenty of other funny moments. I wouldn't say that there are any like hilarious moments besides um, Homer doing gymnastics. 
I do like the run that happens over and over again of Homer cutting players once he becomes the coach. Um, yeah, Millhouse, you're cut. Uter, you're cut. All right, everyone else hit the showers, except for you, Rod. You're cut. Um, and then, of course, at the end, Dan Castellaneta does that whole joke, but with everyone in the credits mentioning their names and saying that they're all cut. It's pretty good, and that uh, was the beginning of playing with that extra time in the credits uh, where they, they kind of hadn't really done that before to that extent. And now they do it frequently. What I think is lamentable, this is lamentable, uh, is that this show didn't come either earlier in the series, you know, when the jokes were really flying fast and furious, I would say, you know, maybe season four or five. Um, or it also um, did not exist in a world where we have Friday Night Lights, which is the best TV show about football ever. Um, and... I'm sure that if Friday Night Lights had existed when this was written, oh my god, how many funny, like, parodic jokes could there have been? I think it would have been great. Um, for example, when Homer does that whole thing about, like, okay, are you all going to give 110% and go the whole nine yards and blah, blah, blah. Like, there are ten more things that... Uh, uh, Kyle Chandler said in Friday Night Lights all the time that he could have said, you know, leave it all on the field, whatever, clear eyes, full hearts, etc. Oh, it would have been so good. Oh, well, too bad. And, and with Marge, you know, as the virtuous one and Homer being the one who sometimes does things wrong, it would form a very good parallel between the couple and Friday Night Lights. One of my other favorite shows besides The Simpsons. Okay, here is the plot of Bart Starr. He's decided at a health fair, one of those great set pieces that uh, start off so many shows, um, that Springfield's kids are too fat and... Um, The things that are shown to demonstrate this are Bart's pants ripping when he goes to touch his toes, uh, and Uter not being able to do one sit-up. And so, you know, parents are worried that the kids are too out of shape, and so peewee football becomes a thing in Springfield. Uh, Flanders coaches at first, and he does amazing. He's like, you know model coach for the youth very um encouraging of all of them when he says get your game faces on it's all their game faces like a giant grin um and he has made very good use of nelson of course very obviously the tim riggins of springfield 
although Tim was the fullback and Nelson gets to be the quarterback. Um, and Nelson, really being the only athlete among them, carries the team, but he does things like, you know, he throws a pass and then, like, runs and catches the same pass and makes a touchdown. Uh, at one point, he takes Bart, says that Bart is going to be blocking for him, and just grabs Bart by the jersey and carries him in front of him and hits other kids with him. That's an example, to my mind, of a joke that goes on too long, but it is still kind of funny. Um, Homer is jealous. He, of course, is none too fond of Flanders in general, but he's makes a habit of heckling Flanders whenever uh, the team plays, even though they're doing well. Um, <laughs> the straw that breaks the camel's back is, after heckling him, Homer throws a full beer at his neck, um, causing Flanders in a rage, a rare rage, to climb the bleachers and yell at Homer and say, okay, you think I'm doing such a bad job? Why don't you coach the team? Wah, wah. Homer has to coach the team. Um, and in trying to train Bart, he remembers that his own father never encouraged him at sports, and that is uh, where we get the gymnastics flashback from. Oh, I love Marge's Farrah Fawcett hairdo as well. I love uh, Smithers's sort of demi-afro when he is, of course, he's the announcer for the gymnastics team. Like, would there be any better extracurricular thing for Smithers to do in high school? And I love Homer's little dance, you know. <laughs> Homer in his little uh, white singlet doing gymnastics and dancing and smiling. Very good. But anyway, Grandpa yells at him, and uh, in the in the middle of his routine that he's doing so well, he fails because Grandpa said he would. Um, and so uh, Homer gets misty thinking about this, and then he realizes that he should encourage Bart and um, make him the star of the team, which, you know... is rooted in good intentions, but is very bad for the team because Bart does not know how to be the quarterback and he's not very good at football. Uh, another example of a joke that I think goes on too long is when um, after Homer has that epiphany and he makes Bart stop running laps so that he can hug him and Bart just runs away because he thinks it's a trick. Um, So the team starts to suck because Bart is their uh, hapless quarterback and Nelson is benched. Nelson of the old-fashioned leather football helmet, which I don't know where he got, you know, presumably in some old equipment shed somewhere because he couldn't uh, afford a real one. But he looks good in it. Um...
You see other teams, you know, the Springfield Wildcats and the Ogdenville Wildcats go against them. There's there's some cute sign jokes of uh, back when this team is still doing well. They beat Victory City, and Victory City has zero points. Um, uh, and once Homer is the coach, they play against Arlen, and so for like a second you see Hank Hill and his family, and you hear Mike Judge's voice. So it's really bad, everyone is worried, and then um, Bart eventually fakes an injury so that Nelson has to play. And he shows up, you know, all bandaged up and with crutches and stuff, really milking it. Uh, but that doesn't even last long because he gets so mad at Homer that he shows him that it is actually an act. And so Homer has another epiphany. He goes from being the mean uh, drill sergeant coach to the nice, overbearing, doting father coach to the detriment of the rest of the team. But then from there, he goes to actually coming to his senses. And... Uh, putting Nelson back where he belongs in quarterback and cutting Milhouse to uh, the joy of Milhouse. Milhouse is like the classic kid who would never want the ball thrown at him in any sport, by the way. And I really like those couple of moments where it looks like he's going to get, like, Bart tries to hand the ball to Milhouse and he's like, no, no! <laughs> Just abject panic overtakes him. And I like the final joke, which is... Um, this is also so worthy of Friday Night Lights. I, I can't stop thinking about it. Um, when Wiggum comes by in the police cruiser and says he's got a warrant for Nelson months and he has to take him in. Um, so that's, you know, a very dark moment for the team. Uh, and Bart says, oh, I'll fill in for Nelson. And we think that it's going to be you know, whatever underdog Rudy moment with uh, Bart winning the game. But no, instead, Bart is has volunteered to be arrested so that Nelson can play. And they win. Um, I take exception a little bit to the inclusion of Nelson's dad here. I kind of believe that we shouldn't ever see Nelson's dad unless it's in a flashback or in like a dream sequence. Um, but we are still in season nine, 1997, um, still developing Nelson's backstory and his family life. Um, so his absentee father is not something that's really set in stone yet. I think that's interesting. 
and yeah, I guess that's about all I should say. I hope I'm not coming down too hard on this episode. Oh, wait, I, I need to say uh, that Joe Namath was in it. And that moment actually is, a, you know, one of the better, you know, little vignettes within the episode when Joe Namath comes uh, by the Springfield's yard, the Springfield's. It's hard talking for a while at a time extemporaneously because you say things like the Springfields instead of the Simpsons. Um, anyway, he sees Bart in the yard uh, and says that his car broke down. And of course, this is like the miracle that he would have been praying for. A wonderful, famous pro football player giving him advice as he's trying to throw a spiral through the tire and failing. Um And he never gets to impart the advice because his wife gets the car started again. And so <laughs> when he's trying to psych himself up and like remember Joe Namath's advice, all he's saying is, my car broke down. Remember what I told you? It was just vapor lock. My car broke down. Remember what I told you? Anyway, pretty good. Pretty good, and pretty good performance by Joe Namath, um, who pops in in just a little button at the end to say, oh, we've had a really good time here tonight, but there's nothing funny about vapor lock. Anyway, uh, this has been Simpsons Time. Thank you for listening, and uh, I hope you all have a good football season for the rest of the season. I was living in Devil Town. I didn't know it was Devil Town. Oh Lord, it really brings me down about the Devil Town. All my friends were vampires. A very unusual instance of Bright Eyes being played on WFMU and when uh, I originally played that I had some misgivings but when we're talking about Friday Night Lights of course we have to play some version of this jam right right remember what I told you this has been Simpsons time through the debigulator broadcasting in July when there is no football but uh, I hope you got some value out of it this week anyway oh man and uh the rich texan could have been the buddy garrity figure like i it just lends itself so well i will keep saying that it lends itself so well to being a simpsons episode I'm Amanda Nazario. Very quick program note. Nazario Scenario is taking an extended hiatus starting in just a week. Um, but the Simpsons Time podcast that you are currently listening to will continue. So if you're a fan of that, or even the other show, there will be still a little bit for you each week. And I'll be back next week 
with both shows just for one more week. And even there will be some surprises. So get ready for that. Yay! As always, you can follow me on Twitter at Amnaz, A-M-N-A-Z-Z. Okay? Have a good one. Bye.